Welcome to our podcast, The Why in Your Twenties. My name is Viv, and I'm Nat. We are two counselors in our mid twenties, navigating our adulthood away from our home country, exploring the why questions we encounter relating to relationships, identities, and uncertainties. So whether you're listening to our podcast while going for your walk or doing your chores, anything, welcome on board and let the journey begin. Welcome back to a new episode of the Why in Your Twenties. How is everyone? How are you, Fit? <laughs> Why you laugh? It's good. It's, it's, it's good. Good. Yep. I was having a really interesting conversation with Fit yesterday. Yep. I was sharing a one of my very cute, wholesome encounter. Not really. Well, you turn it into very. Creepy, scary story, but that's not what I intended to. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting another reaction, mm. but it's very cute. So the story is: last week I was walking one of the dogs that I used to walk, and it's quite normal for me to, you know, smile and have a quick conversation with other pet owners as well while I'm walking the dog. Mm. So last week I bump into an old lady. And it's very interesting because the first thing is, you know, the dog meet each other, and we're like, oh, they seems to get along. Out of the blue, the old lady said, "Oh, never underestimate how powerful a smile and a short conversation are. Like it can, you never know how lonely a person can be, and maybe that's all they need." Mm. And I didn't immediately feel like click with that. Grandma, because you know, I I feel like a smile is like a is my superpower as well. I think immediately my response was that definitely the old lady felt very lonely.、Mm. That's why she said that. I think I thought that as well, or maybe she think I look very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> and and we chit chatting, and of course I asked about oh what are the It's very random of me to ask as well. I'm like oh what what is the number one tips that you would give to young people like. Suddenly interviewing the grandma. Yeah, it's a very cliche question as well. I think because I was looking for some wow moments, like I don't know, out of the blue, suddenly interviewing the grandma, saying, "What are the number one tips that you give to young people about relationships?" Because she said she's with her husband for like six. It's the sixty-sixth anniversary,、mm-hmm. and they're born like. Nineteen thirty something,、yeah. so she's like eighty something years old. So I, I was like, oh, what is the secret of this long lasting relationship? Compromising. Compromising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 like compromising, having that you know caring, understanding personalities, and then she's like, go find someone that has similar interests as you. And that's like I don't know. I don't know if it's actually disappointed or I was shocked at the response she gave, the answer that she gave it to me because I was expecting something more, something different.、Uh, like interest is not the first thing that I could have thought of. But maybe it's for her relationship with her husband、yes. that they met through an interest. Yeah, that's why she, she gave you that advice. I thought so, but it's a very interesting and wholesome encounter. And it's not. <laughs> nah, you and, you and the other friend ruin it. Yeah, because we were saying that like maybe she is a serial killer, and then she and then Nat was like, oh, how can a like sweet old lady be a serial killer? No, you can't. You can't judge a person based on her. 
her appearance. Like, no she has a how- really nice smile. Yeah, so do most serial killers. They're very <laughs> charming, <laughs> and they can work as a family. Exactly. That's why I don't watch horror or like thriller. I don't watch it either, but you can just imagine it. But I, I'm glad she's not that alert because it means that she didn't experience any or encounter any quote unquote bad experience. Well, now I'm thinking not yet. <laughs> I hope you don't in the future as well. <laughs> No, but I think that's what I told her the same thing as well. That's the number one thing that I like about Australia culture mm. is everyone is so friendly. Mm. And even in the neighborhood, you say, hey, morning, mm. you know, you smile to each other and you have like those short conversations. And maybe sometimes that's what that person needs, mm. that yeah. simple connection. And Whereas Hong happiness. Kong, you don't have that, right? No. Maybe that contributes to the crime rates here. Hong Kong, not so much. Well, not recently. Yeah, quite a lot. Mm, <laughs> I don't want to think in that way. I think everyone should do more. Yeah, we should all do more. But what if the serial killers want to do more? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know how to debate over that. <laughs> okay, that's just a weird, weird conversation that we had. I just want to share a very cute wholesome encounter over the weekend you can let us know if it's a wholesome or a creepy encounter it's wholesome it's i insist (laughs) okay sure and now i have second thought of that old lady next time i'm bumping into her i might run away what's a girl (laughs) just be alert not avoid all encounters yeah but if you're alert then you can't be authentic to the person because you're not being truly yourself you can be alert and authentic. I have no in between. <laughs> the balance, the balance between the two is very important. I either podcast. not share or overshare. Great. That's me. <laughs> anyway, that's the the story of this week. Yeah. We we should add that. We we can have like a funny story or like Do you have interesting encounter? <laughs> I'm sure I have funny stories. Okay, next week is on you. (laughs) I'll try. I've never heard you share like a funny, interesting encounter. Yeah, because I don't think that's the first thing that comes to mind when I encounter someone. Um, It's not, oh, I have to share this with someone. I have to share this with Matt. No, I just keep it. Like, oh, it's funny. Cool. Then then share it if it's funny. My life is funny enough. I don't but do you think more. starting the podcast changed how you think as well? Or not really? As in? How? No, I think, I don't know. Like when I went to a coffee shop, I saw a poster around <laughs> cold drip coffee. I can immediately link to an analogy. But I don't think that's the podcast effect. Or like if I have this encounter and I'm like, oh, I want to share with Viv and I want to share it on the podcast. Um, no? No. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to your story next week. Well, I'm sure the audience are very looking forward yeah, to it as well. Um, maybe I can just make out something. No! We are here for like authentic, real, real story. Ten years ago is okay. Yeah, okay. It's still an experience. Yep, for sure there's a lot of them. Okay, I'm looking forward to I have never to shared it. with you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm all ears and excited. I'm, really, I'm probably going to forget the moment we finish this podcast. I'll but... remind you next week. <laughs> anyway. Right. Yeah, why don't we go into today's topic? What are we talking about now? It's a very different atmosphere <laughs> than the story. It's about post-graduation stress. Wow. Well, just even saying those three words. 
three, two, two. Two, three. Depends if you put a hyphen in it or not. Okay, yeah. Uh, these few words, just saying them gives me stress, honestly. Yeah, I think it's very. We can both resonate with it because that's what we are.、Yeah. Exp- at least that's what I am experiencing now.、Um, resonate with it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start with because we've just completed our master? Do you want to start by sharing your undergraduate experience? Yeah, I experienced more of that stress of whether I should continue further studies or find a job or like what kind of field I want to be in. Mm, what degree you're in? I, I study marketing. Right. Okay.、Yeah. So then, after that, undergrad, after I graduated, I didn't know where to go.、Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of path I should head down to?、Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I should stay here. I didn't know I should go back home to Hong Kong、mm-hmm. or anywhere else. But it was just a lot of uncertainty around that, not knowing if I should do further studies or find a job. Yeah, and finding a job like what would it be? Because honestly, marketing is just so broad. Yeah, it's, just, it's so broad and it's nothing at the same time. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, and it's just very hard to know what kind of job I can find. But if it's further studies, I know I don't want to do business related things anymore. And my parents were like, "You maybe you can do more about the more of the social science because." They feel that, oh, for example, accounting. A lot of people say accounting is a good job,、hmm. but then honestly, it might be taken over by a by a robot or like a system.、Um. So, but then connecting to humans, you can never replace it by a robot. You can't replace it by technology. Right.、Yeah. So they were like, oh yeah, you can just go through that and then decide later like what kind of career you actually want to pursue.、Mm. And、so is it back to back like your undergraduate and master, or there's a gap in between? No. So this is actually my second master, and I did a previous master in social science in psychology、mm-hmm. at school settings kind of thing.、Um, and there was a six month gap, I believe. No, three to four, three to four, and then I had to do a prerequisite course,、mm-hmm. which was online. Mm. It, it was an immediate start, so I stayed behind for a few,、uh, one or two months、yeah. in Australia, and then went back home and just did nothing again、mm. for two, three months. When studying for that course, that prerequisite course, that was the first time I studied because、mm. yeah. I really wanted to do well. well, and I feel like it's I can't just brush it off. Yeah, I I can't just. Not study because、yeah. it's a it's a course where I actually have to get good enough grades to get into the course itself.、Mm. Yeah, and it's not like marketing where I can just use my common sense. Yeah. So going back to that six month gap that you did, quote unquote, nothing.、Mm. Are you okay with that, or you have other feelings? For me, at that moment, I felt okay with it.、Mm-hmm. I felt like because I know after this one that one year master I have to continue studying as well. So I felt like okay maybe I can rest for a bit、mm. and just slow down and find different hobbies or interests. At that moment, ah,、uh, it was okay. But my parents were not that happy with it. Especially my dad wanted me to do something. It's like getting experience, some、yeah. work experience. Yeah, getting experience, work experience, just doing something with my life. He wasn't very adamant. In me finding a job, yeah, but just finding something to do.、Mm. So that six months, I think, 
even though I I was planning to do the prerequisite course and that master course, it was very uncertain because I kept going back and forth. It's like, should I still continue with it? Mm. Or should I just give up and find a job immediately? Mm. Like even if you have plans ahead, you still feel uncertain and not sure whether you have made the right decision. Yeah, because if I go into that, I'm going to have to spend even more time in further studies. It's not that just it's not just that one year. Mm. I have to continue to study to get another master of well, now it's master of counseling, but at the time I didn't know what. Mm-hmm. It was just more related to psychology, social right. sciences, those stuff. Do you compare that with your sister or like your friends? I think I definitely compare it with my sister. My sister was studying also. Mm. So I felt like, okay, as long as she's studying, me studying is not that big of a deal. Right. right? Also, it's a good comparison. <laughs> yeah, it's a good comparison. Uh, with my friends, uh, because Australia is three years and most of the universities are four years, mm. they were still studying as well. Right. And then whether, like some of them are studying law, um, med, even longer. So yeah. they are studying as well. Yeah. So there wasn't really that much of a gap. But to be fair, I didn't really compare because I lost contact with them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not really on social media anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. really on social media. So there wasn't much to compare as well. Um... Yeah. What about you? Do you, do you remember your undergrad? I know, I know you study psychology as yeah. undergrad. Did you always had the plan of going into masters after that? Um, I think continuous study is always in my mind because my sister is also studying. So same as you, I feel like it's a it makes sense for me to continue to study. And I do double degree, so psychology and marketing. At first, I'm pretty sure I'm going to marketing because I'm very interested in it. Mm. And also, I'm as I said in the previous episode, like few episodes before that, I'm not really good at psychology subjects. So I was thinking, oh, maybe I can just stick with marketing and go from that path. But I think it's towards the second, third year that I really interested in psychology that I decided to go on that route. And But you know how hard it is to get into honours? Mm, yes. And my English was really not good to begin mm. with. It makes it, and it's very competitive. So I didn't get into honours. I think that gave me a shock because my plan is study the bachelor and then honours and then master in psychology and be a psychologist and I think that's what a lot of people studying psychology will experience is oh what now if I don't get into honors Mm-mm. or even after they finish honors they then get into master yeah what now and because I start in July it's like the second semester after discussion with my parents I decided to enroll in master of counseling but it only started in February so I have like a six month gap as you and I couldn't go home because of COVID. Yeah. And also couldn't stay in college because it's very expensive. Mm. So I just need to move out and make my way till next year, February. <laughs> I survive until it starts. Yeah. And I think it's a very difficult time for me because mm. I was sleeping on my friend's couch. Wow. And it really deteriorates my mental health as well. In Sydney or in Brisbane? In Sydney. Because the rent, if you, if I still, and I'm very thankful that the friend offered to let me stay. Mm. So I, the rent is cheap and then I do three part-time job at that time. Wow. Just to earn some income to pay the rent Mm. plus occupy my time. Mm. 
And also it's COVID, so it's like even harder to find a job. I'm very thankful that I got it and I passed through that six months. But it's not too bad for me because I know I have plans ahead that I have that two years of master coming in the future. So my only thought is all I need is to go through this six months, even though how hard it is. Once I move to Brisbane, things will get better. Mm. So that's just my mindset. I wouldn't say it's too much uncertainty. Mm. It's just a short-term stress, I would say. Yeah. So how did you cope with that stress? When What were some of the thoughts that were going through your head when you were sleeping at your friend's place? Pretty bad. I wouldn't say I cope well. Mm. Um, I ruined friendship as well. Mm. Because I don't know how to express my feelings. And like sharing accommodation with friends is not an easy thing. Yeah, no, definitely not. And of course, it's, it's me. I learned the hard way. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wouldn't say I cope it well, but I learned a lot from that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, it's not an easy, easy journey. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially those six months you... Aside from working, you don't have much to do because you're waiting that period out. Yeah. And with COVID and everything, definitely it was not easy for sure. Yeah. But moving forward, how was it different from your after postgrad, like the feelings of it? I think now looking back in the undergrad is that six months is so easy. Oh, really? <laughs> when compared to what I'm experiencing now. Oh, okay. Because I think now you have no what's next like you don't have things to expect there's no end dates yes and i think that's something hard about adulthood is you're not no no longer in school that you have deadlines to meet and then you know after that deadlines you can rest for a period Mm. is you don't know when's next time you can rest and of course i know you have like holiday or whatever but that's different that's different so i would say it's very different and of course now looking back every time you look back it seems easy but when you're in the moment, it feels different. But for now, after the master, I think I'm more stressed because I couldn't find a job. Mm. And you have a lot more things to concern. you continuously paying rent, mm. paying bills, mm. paying health insurance, and now even paying our professional insurance as well. So that accumulates. Mm. But then you don't have an income. Mm. Mm. So every day you keep sealing your bank account going down, going down mm-hmm. and there's no increase and it's not like i was back in undergrad that i can do part-time jobs that is unrelated to my profession you still can but then my mindset is i just want to spend more time looking for jobs and i don't know if that's good and bad we can discuss it later mm-hmm. but that's just what i'm feeling now is the stress of more uncertainty on not knowing when i'll get a job what job i will be working mm-hmm. And I can go down that spiral of what if I don't get a job until end of December? You know, that's how I feel mm. at the moment. Is it the same for you? Mm, I think it's a bit different. Mm. That's why I, I was shocked that you said it's worse now than the six months. Because mm. now is I'm pretty content with what's happening in my life right now. Mm. And obviously, there is some stress where I feel like I should be getting a job. What makes you think you should get a job? I think it's just after your studies, because I'm not going to continue studying. Mm-hmm. I think there are some responsibility as a human being. You, yeah. I can't be not doing anything. 
Mm-hmm. If I'm not studying, then I I should be doing something. For, for example, maybe personal growth, mm. maybe professional development. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be a job, I would yeah. say, but it just has to be something. I, I mm. again, I think that goes back to my my dad's mindset of you have to be doing something. You can't be not doing anything in your life. I actually I don't mind, and I'm I was thinking a few days. Ago that I can just find a random job that's unrelated to my field, mm-hmm. and just to cover everything, and and that that's very possible in Australia, to be honest. Mm-hmm. In Hong Kong, that's not really possible, I would say, to cover rent and everything. Yeah, but here it's that's something good, doable about yeah, it's doable. It's something good about this country. It's not country, maybe Brisbane. It's more about that you can survive based on your s- salary. Mm. Yeah. So I I don't actually feel that stressed out of having to find a job that's related to counseling. I mean, obviously it's great if I can. Yeah. But I'm satisfied with not having one at the moment. Mm. I feel like it will come eventually. Yeah. I I think I can just have a random job and work on this podcast and then work on myself and mm. professional development and all that. Mm. So I don't mind having any kind of job, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. I think I, it's a appreciation time again. Oh. <laughs> because I was really stressed the beginning of the year because at that time I don't know I don't have any job. I think at least now I I have like a casual role, but back then mm. I don't, mm. and I'm just like, oh, I don't know when I'll get a job or I have like an invisible timeline or standard for myself that I need to start working full time. Mm within this period and I was really stressed so I was talking to Viv at that time Mm -hmm. I'm like I feel like every time when we hang out in a big group it's different now because everyone is so stressed (laughs) (laughs) and then Viv is like I think you're projecting your personal feelings on others (laughs) I'm not saying other people are not stressed but I I think it's not that stressful to cause the whole the whole environment to be very stressful and not happy per se yeah Yeah. i think because i'm very sensitive to other people's feeling as well Mm. so that might magnificize this but also indeed is a very stressful net going on Mm. and then what you said i was like oh that makes me reflect maybe it's me that i need to focus on Mm. not others and then i think that conversation goes on and on or like it's a different day. No, I think it was just a cycle of oh, I cannot find a job. Oh right, I'm. Other people are stressed. I don't know. I th- I felt like it was a cycle. Like yeah. the conversation kept going back to oh, I cannot find a job. I'm stressed, and then it it goes uphill a bit, and then it goes yeah uphill. uphill and it's like oh, I, I can take my time. Oh, but I don't know when I'll get the job. Yeah. I need to keep finding a job. Oh my god, I'm so stressed. <laughs> I think every conversation that we had, like any topic that we had, we could go back and say, oh, but we don't have a job. It's yes. Like, it's like, oh, are you free that day? Oh, right. Yeah, of course you're free. You don't have a job. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to do that? Oh, of course you're free, but you don't have money. But how can you do that? Because you don't have a job, exactly. so you don't have money. <laughs> but I think that goes on and on. And then one question that you ask me is, what makes you so unhappy about not having a job? Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, I long for that growth. Mm. I want that growth I experienced during placement last year. Mm-hmm. And you said, do you really need to get a job to grow? And I'm like, oh, that is true. <laughs> then I start focusing on how to grow. Mm. And I think that's when we start this podcast. 
Oh, is that why? I think that's something I want to do, and because of a friend's conversation we had. Oh my goodness! It's it's immediately actually. It's the day after,、mm. and then we started talking about this podcast. Yes, right. So that's the whole story of born of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm very, I'm truly deeply very thankful because、mm. you. It's very hard to find a friend that can pull you out of that hole, and you know, like some people will say, "Yeah, we need to find a job,"、mm. but it's. I think I will go in that spiral on and on if that conversation didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. And I will be even more stressed now because I'm every day my routine is wake up, look for a job, type cover letter, send it out, look for more jobs. The <laughs> way the way you say it is so dull, it's so boring. But that's what I、yeah. I was doing at that yeah. time. Yeah, but I I think that links to the other point that I want to say is. The unhelpful belief, because I I would think if I don't have a job, I don't deserve to have fun. Because、mm. you need to earn it. The fun you need to earn it. It's、mm. not like you can have it anytime you want. How can you go out and catch up with a friend if you don't have a job? You don't have a job. You don't have money. You shouldn't waste your time to go out hang out with friends、mm. while that time can use to find a job.、Yeah. You must just have missed that chance. And that's what I've been thinking. I I don't deserve to have fun. You know, so I rarely hang out with friends unless needed. <laughs> needed, like someone going to interstate or they're leaving the country, like a farewell dinner.、Yeah. Then it's very toxic. I know. I think now looking back, I think it's very toxic. But it's just the thought that, as we said, we learned when we're young.、Mm-hmm. You earned your reward, so you have to earn to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way. Sometimes it might be. Helpful as as it may help or motivate you to find a job to send、mm-hmm. up cover letters, but at the same time, again, it's back to the balance of it. It's like you deserve to have fun as well because having that fun will motivate you and having that energy of sending out cover letters,、mm-hmm. sending out resumes. So it's a balance between the two of completely withdrawing from having fun.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's what. Self compassion is sometimes we think self care or self compassion is like a selfish thing to do,、mm. and it can be the opposite. It can be, brings a lot more, as you said, motivation to look for more jobs.、Mm-hmm. Having that little gap or little rest、mm. really helps. Yeah, yeah. I think self compassion is what I needed,、mm. which I didn't give myself permission to have at that time. Did you ever share this with your parents?、Oh. No. No, I didn't share. Like that, you're stressed out in finding a job. Well, I think I'm not stressed enough that I need to share. Like again, I feel like it's uh my responsibility, and it's something that everyone experiences. That true, it might be, but at the same time, you can be stressed about it. Yeah, I think internally, I also don't want to. Burden my parents. I'm like,、mm. they they can't help me to find a job anyway.、Mm-hmm. And again, it's me that I feel like I can talk myself out and handle it very well.、Mm. At least I study a counseling course. <laughs> I can counsel myself. That's my logic at that time. Well, which I I guess I'm glad because it didn't go further down. Yeah, yeah. But no, I did not share.、Mm. Yeah, and I think you're very the opposite of me because I'm very stressed, but. You are very content. I think it's a balance. I feel like a bit more stress will help me 
and motivate me to find a job. Mm. I think a bit more stress. I think like for me, an optimal level of stress that's perfect in motivating me to do something about it and not just avoid it. Because I, I think it's like a very extreme, you and I. Like you're very stressed out, very motivated in that sense. But for me, I, I, I think I'm too content that I avoid it as well. Yeah. So it's a balance between the two. Mm. And I actually shared it with my... I didn't share that I was stressed or content or whatnot with my parents. But I just told... Like they obviously as Asian parents, they ask... Mm. Not Asian parents. It's just parents like ask how you're doing. Yeah. Especially they know I'm finding a job at the moment. Mm. So they're just asking how how's that process going mm-hmm. and i said oh i sent out a few but nothing much and they were like oh, okay uh so what are you doing now nowadays mm. and i i finally shared with them oh i'm i'm doing this podcast i'm doing that i'm doing that and mm. it was my with my spare time mm. well not spare time it's just my time now <laughs> <laughs> See, we are going that way okay <laughs> and they're like oh okay so you're not actually not doing anything Mm-hmm. You are doing something. You are growing in that sense that, oh, this podcast will help you grow more as a person mm-hmm. and help others as well, Yeah, perhaps. and Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Just not do any harm, honestly. Yeah. And just other stuff, like, for example, running or like, mm-hmm. like exercising. Yeah. That's what, something that I'm doing. Yeah. They're like, oh, so you are doing something. You're not just resting at home and completely withdrawing with everything. Yeah. And then even spending time with my friends. And they're like, oh, so you are spending time with your friends. And that's Mm -hmm. nice. And they're very supportive. And I'm just, honestly, I'm very appreciative of them and thankful for them being so supportive. Mm. Yeah. My parents said the same thing. They're like, which surprised me. Mm. They said, take your time. That's no rush. But I think it's just already internalizes. You better find a job soon. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think it's hard to assume where they're coming from. Yes. So I just take the take it as it is. Yes. And not assuming more mm. about it because if I do assume it, I will go that go down that spiral. Yeah. But what's your thought on people? It's not only your parents, but like other people asking you, "Oh, have you found a job yet? How's your feeling towards that?" <laughs> Actually, it depends on the person. If I'm closer with them, I feel like I'm a bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, stop asking. I'll tell you when I get a job. Yeah. I think that's... No, not my parents. I think my parents, I'll just tell them mm-hmm. whatever. But people who are less close with, they ask. I think like I just assume that they're coming from like caring. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, but, it's, but it's just very... I think every time they ask, I feel ashamed. Yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Don't know if the audience do, but I gotcha. I'm sure some other people cannot find a job. <laughs> we'll feel the same way. Yeah, we'll feel the same way. Yeah, I feel ashamed of saying, oh, I'm... It's just, yeah, because I'm... I can't find a job, so I feel very ashamed of it. Yeah. Like, it feels like, oh, maybe in their eyes, there's something wrong with me. Mm. I'm not good enough. But to be honest, I don't think that about myself. I just feel like other people might perceive that way. Uh, so I was like, oh, I, I, I just laugh along. I was like, oh, I haven't haven't found it. Yeah, I'm unemployed. Huh? Mm, I've got a lot of free time. Like, stuff like that. That's your coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I think uh, most of the people have good intentions of just mm. catching up and stuff. Yeah, and people I know, they keep asking. Uh, any updates on job hunting? Mm. And 
I think different people take it differently. For you, you might think of how they perceive you, mm-hmm. but for me, I internalize it and I blame on myself. I'm oh. like, oh, I'm useless. I already got my master, but still can't find a full time job. But then, what makes a difference is how you talk yourself out of it,、mm. like not being too harsh on yourself、mm. and appreciate what you're doing. Right? You, I'm doing the podcast. I'm growing. You know, I'm getting a driver license because.、Yeah. I don't know if it's different from different states and country as well. But in Queensland, if you're under twenty five, you need to collect hundred hours and hold that learner's drivers for a year. So it's and a lot of jobs, especially counselling, requires a license.、Okay. No license, don't even come in for an interview. Well, that's what the interviewer <laughs> said. Feel, I feel like you're saying it to me. <laughs> I don't have my driver license.、Yeah. No, that's what the interviewer told me. Through the phone, word by word, like it's an organization policy that、mm-hmm. if you don't have a license, you cannot come in for an interview.、Mm-hmm. So if I am taking active steps、mm-hmm. to collect the hours and getting a license,、yeah. I am taking active steps to you know look for volunteering work.、Mm-hmm. I am taking active steps to grow by doing this podcast,、mm-hmm. and I think because how I. Wired my brain when I was young that carries on to now that I need to make more deliberate effort in、mm. reminding myself and answering back my own criticism.、Mm-hmm. I think that's my way of handling it. It's not easy, but you need to keep telling yourself that to avoid going downhill.、Mm. So I think my takeaway compared to yours is very different. You worry how people perceive you.、Mm. I self sabotage myself. <laughs> <laughs> They're both not healthy. It doesn't.、No. It's not a, a very good comparison. No, <laughs> but both not healthy. That's not good and bad. <laughs> They're both bad. <laughs> They're both unhelpful. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's very healthy to talk it out, and I'm sure、mm-hmm. audience might feel the same way. And hopefully, our experience or our perspective can help some people as well. Yeah. 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 So when do you kind of go through, go down that spiral of? Like these unhelpful beliefs. Is it more like when you do job search, or yeah, when does it usually occur? I think it's a vicious cycle. When I bump into this post graduation stress term, I realize that's a term called job search fatigue,、mm. and I really really resonate with、mm, it.、Mm. I I go on cycle from motivated to or stress on sending out resume and cover letter、mm. to. Hopeful and excitement when I got a call from them, and then disappointment because I don't even get a chance to interview because I don't have a license,、mm. or disappointment because I went for an interview and I didn't hear anything back. And then in between the interview and rejection, I was kind of motivated and I'm quite hopeful. But then once I got rejected, I'm back into that stress mode of I need to keep finding a job.、Mm. I got rejected, I need to find more so I can get. More opportunity,、yeah. and I think that cycle of keep applying and rejecting is what it means the job search fatigue. Yeah, I would say it's quite common for people who are looking for a job.、Mm. Would you agree, or you have a different experience? I agree that that cycle is it's just very disappointing.、Mm. It's disappointing and very exhausting in having going through that experience over and over again. And as you said, if you feel as a cycle, it will just keep going the same thing,、mm. and it's hard to see a way out. 
And now applying for jobs is not easy. It's not just cover letter and resume. You have to answer like two, three pages of questions. Mm. It's like doing an assignment. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And, and I think I've talked talk to a person, a friend. She She's also applying for jobs. And she's on the way to sending out her first, uh, applying for her first job. She's written her cover letter. She's written her resume. Yeah. It's all there. She uploaded it and then there's a lot of questions. Mm. And once she saw the first question, she gave up. Aww. I mean, she didn't give up. She just avoided it for a while. Yeah. She she opened a lot of tabs, but then she just, okay, she's going to pause that for a second. Yeah. And went to do other stuff like Netflix or whatnot. Mm. And I think those questions is like, I think we feel as a task. Yeah. That's why it's so challenging and we want it to be perfect as well. Yes. It's just very stressful in getting that answer out. Mm. That's why I think even my for my friend, like she just stopped mm. at that point. I, I honestly feel for her, like it's mm. the same for I'm sure a lot of people as well. Yeah. yeah and even when I'm responding, I like I understand where she's coming from. So mm. and and just honestly talking about it is very easy. Like like for example, her question was, Oh, where do you see yourself ten years in in time mm. like in this field and i just gave her a random answer that i, I came on that i thought of on spot mm. and obviously saying it is very easy but yeah. honestly putting it into words and making it perfect that's what is stressful yes exactly yeah. and the word need to be professional and perfect phrasing as well yeah and I, yeah i do feel for her as well yeah and i feel for you honestly no <laughs> yeah i feel for you too no yeah. like so do I, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. I feel like it's my responsibility to do it. Mm. But also, at the same time, that doesn't mean you can't have some self-compassion for yourself. I think that's no either this or that. I think it can be both at the same time, back to that balance. And it's not just getting rejected. Like the feedback that the interviewer will give it back to you is, we have found someone that is more experienced and there's nothing you can do about that experience right? yeah like there's always someone that have more experience yeah. than you all you can do is get more experience yeah. but then by then if you apply for other jobs there's always people saying oh we found someone more experienced mm. yeah it's a hard thing to overcome because mm. there's nothing much we can change about the experience years of experience yeah that's how we there's only so much that we have experience on yeah and we can't lie about it, obviously. But I, I'm very hopeful that a job will come to you. Mm. A job will come to me. A job will come to everyone yeah. who's finding a job at the moment. Mm. I'm very hopeful in the sense where a right job will come mm. to me. Because mm. although I'm not very picky, but at the same time, I do get bored of stuff very easily. Mm. And I, and but then getting used to a place is very. It it takes a long time for me as well. Yeah, finding that right fit is more important. And I think that's a very good reminder because. Once you're into that process for a while, you slowly lower your standard. You just feel like, oh, I just want a job. But then what if there's something that you're not interested in mm. or you there's no point that you get a job and then quit afterwards? Mm. So yes, I think it's a good reminder of knowing what you enjoy and what kind of jobs that you are interested in. So I think giving yourself permission to be picky is healthy sort of way mm. yeah yeah and I'm, I'm very privileged in the sense where i can think like this as well so, like if it's more practical side where you really have to pay the rent mm. and it's very immediate that you need money at right from the start mm. 
then obviously you you have to lower your standards, and that's a yeah. realistic goal or realistic mm. thing that you have to do for yourself. And I think you you gotta do what you need to do to survive. Yes. And for say, I'm pet sitting, mm. like I'm a pet sitter. I've talked to some of my friends, and some of them might not understand, and they laugh like, "Oh, you did a whole degree just to walk dogs," or I I know they're like in a joke. Joking way,、mm. but that's what I want to tell everyone as well. Giving your friends some compassion as well. Some people, we just need to get a job. Doesn't need to related to、yeah. your degree to pay rent、yeah. to survive. And there's no job beneath you, honestly. Yeah, do whatever that you have to do、mm. because there is a need for each job, and we all need to respect. Yeah, we all need to、jobs. respect it. Ex- yeah, exactly. And I think this hot. This episode sounds like we are ranting on like how we couldn't get a job, but I think what's more important that we both mentioned closer to an end is how to manage those stress.、Mm. Is to give ourselves some compassion, normalize. It's actually okay to take a while to get a job. It's okay to feel lost, and if you do feel like you need help, seek help.、Yeah. I remember that you're running your own race. It's not. It's easy for us to compare with other people, but they're running their race, and you're running yours.、Mm-hmm. And if you run their race, you won't get to where you want to be. Yes,、yeah. I love how we've now secretly joining the analogy team. <laughs> oh, slowly converting me to the analogy team. Oh, okay, and yeah, and adding on to that. What you experience as well, what I experience, I think talking to another person, talking to a friend, really helps us in not going to that spiral. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit less lonely and、mm. relate with to each other. That's what the whole podcast is. Yeah,、about. exactly. And again, like if you have those unhelpful belief, like me, self sabotage and criticizing myself, challenging those thoughts,、mm. talking back to yourself, fighting back, say that is not true. You are working really hard already in. Tiny steps.、Mm-hmm. What looks like tiny steps can be a big steps as well.、Mm-hmm. So challenging those thoughts, loving yourself, because we all deserve to be loved. We all do. I'm just voicing it to myself. <laughs> can you feel that? Yes, I can. That's why I'm loved. <laughs> And talk to your friend. Talk to yourself if you don't want to seek help. <laughs> that still works. Yeah, it, obviously, it's better to talk to another person because、yes. another person will provide a different perspective. And、mm-hmm. yeah, so I think this is it for today that we talk about postgraduate stress. And you can do some self reflection on if you want, like for example, if you're undergrad or postgrad, doesn't matter. If you want to continue to study further studies or find a job, and like what works for you,、mm-hmm. and also what are some things that you go through when you're job seeking.、Um, is it more about the job search fatigue and how you can actually get out of that、mm-hmm. cycle as well? Yeah, and for everyone who are listening that also struggle to find a job. I'm sure there's something great ahead waiting for you. Yeah, definitely. And、um, also reflect on how you manage it currently,、mm-hmm. and perhaps finding more effective ways. So thank you, Nat, for sticking with us. So do you. Yep. And thank you, listener, for sticking with us as well, and listening to us talk about our postgraduate stress. And hopefully, well, I, I don't hope you resonate with it, but if you do. Oh, that's、uh, you want、that. to resonate with it. Yeah, true. That is true. Stress is could be a good thing as well. Yeah. 
And we will release a new episode every Wednesday at 4 a.m. AEST time. And in the meantime, if you want to check us out, our Instagram handle is the Why in Your Twenties dot podcast. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.